I know why you left your copy of The Matrix open. You needed someone else to find Missy. And because of her, that we were able to get to you. I know these things the same way I knew that one day I would find you. And when I did, I would be ready. If you want the truth, Missy, you're going to have to follow me into Not a Hate Watch. Hello, welcome to It's Not a Hate Watch. Um, I'm Alice. And I'm Missy, and what you could not visually see through the podcast is the revelation of the same white rabbit tattoo that is shown to Neo inside of the Matrix. What a wonderful reveal that was, Alice. Yeah, Bugs is my favorite character. Um, you sent me a text earlier asking if I dyed my hair blue because of her, and the answer is yes. Um, yes. I also have a recreation of her shirt, and I have the glasses um, from the British eyewear brand that made them. I forget the name at the moment. I can't see with them in because I'm I'm, I'm horrifically neat glasses. It's great. I I it threw me because I did not know that Jessica Henwick was British because she was in Glass Onion and had a very impeccable American accent. Yes. So I thought she was putting on a British accent in yep. this, and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And then just went to her Wikipedia and was like, oh no, she is just English, and that is just her voice. So yeah, yep. I, the best addition to this film by far. Uh, I, the highlight of of the new film for me. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, the last part of my journey into the Matrix, the fourth film, mm -hmm. which came out in 2021 at the very end of the year in December. Yep. It went to streaming, I believe, right away. Did this have a theatrical release? It was it, it was theatrical release and same day on HBO Max. I had the I had the unique experience of going to an IMAX screening, and then I had to go to the bathroom partway through the movie. And so when I got home, I loaded up HBO Max and watched the part that I missed while I was in the theater. Well, they're perfect. You didn't have to memory hole yourself. You were able to fill your memory in right away. You didn't have to go through a journey where you were jumping off buildings and going through doors, through trains, into bathrooms and all that kind of stuff. Is uh, you know good for you for for being able to piece that together that way. So, what did you think upon the initial? You saw this when it came out. Obviously, you just said it. What was yes. your reaction to when it first came out? I mean, we know we know Bugs is your favorite character, you, so there's something that I, makes me think you liked it a little bit. I I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I loved all of the new characters. I loved the way that they that they introduce neo and trinity and bring them back even though they canonically both died at the end of matrix resurrections uh or sorry at the end of matrix revolutions um no i, I just loved it I, I i i i was super thrilled with the whole thing i love i love bugs i love seek i love lexi i love all of the crew of uh, the nemesis um and yeah and then like the the final shots where um Keanu, or well, Neo and, and, and Trinity, but Keanu and, and Carrie Ann Moss are standing on top of that skyscraper in um, San Francisco in the in, in the in the in the dawning light. Like I could, I just remember, I just remember you can see the individual hairs on Carrie Ann Moss's face, and it's just it's just so like beautiful. And then I think like it also to me fixes the one thing I didn't like about the Matrix, which is that Trinity didn't get to do anything. Like I, admittedly, she doesn't she isn't in a lot of the movie, but her she is the one who's pivotal to the plot here and they basically they basically say that neo wasn't the one because he was neo neo was the one because trinity believed in neo and thus thus the two of them together are really the thing that's that that was going there and i think um yeah i mean i i just i fucking loved it i've i've watched it like 30 times since we since it came out um it is a comfort watch for me 
Um, I feel like I know every part of the movie now. I know all kinds of weird, obscure trivia. Yeah. Good, because you'll be able to fill in a lot of the gaps that I have just with my one viewing. Uh, I, I felt like I got it overall. Like, there's, it, there's not exactly a lot of stuff um, surface level on the plot details that was complicated. I had questions just sure. in terms of digging a layer back on everything that's in mm -hmm. here and that where. But I, I guess sure. I wanted to just get it on the surface level before we get to that because my tendency is to get into the minutiae before we get into the macro. Yes. So I will just say that I really did like this film. I really appreciated it. I liked it like I liked the first film. It didn't hit that high that the Matrix like reloaded a revolution did for me, but I think that was just such a unique experience that it wasn't going to be able to get to that like level it did when I was watching those two. Um, but I really did that enjoy is a, it. That is a wild take. Um, is what I'll say, only because most people tend to either be, like, diehard for this movie or diehard against it. Really? Oh, no. But, 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 I guess we'll talk a bit more. And maybe I think I know why, because it probably just has to do the similar stuff with a lot of the questions that I had coming through with it. I also... Maybe, yeah. I, I will say, it, I didn't think it was, like, the cleanest of them. And I think that's maybe why I had some of the issues, in the sense of it didn't... It wasn't as smooth of a ride, compared to sure. the first three. Yeah. And I know part of that has to do with COVID and restrictions going mm -hmm. on with filming and just yeah. the bumpiness of the road to even get this developed that is clearly in the metatextual aspect of this, you know, this film. Um, and it was those kinds of things that yeah. I found myself getting questioned more of, which I was trying not to because I was like, stick to the movie, Missy, stick to the movie, don't think about Lana, don't think about Warner Brothers, don't think don't well, think about these to, things to, while you're watching. To, to be that. fair to be fair, the movie and this is something actually a lot of people took it took issue with, but the movie calls that out directly. It looks directly in the camera and says, Missy, I was forced to make a sequel to The Matrix by Warner Brothers. The character the character Smith says that in the movie. I know. I was I was gonna try and, and gingerly delegate that, but you're right. It was blunt. Like I was shocked at how blunt it was, and that Warner Brothers approved yes. it. But this was also the era where I realized when Space Jam Two was coming out. So like Warner Brothers was betting on the meta. So they were trying to be cool and be like, we get it. Like we're making meta commentary. Like, you know, in the way of allowing it. But I know it just sort of was like. We, I think that's just why the execs just stamped onto it. But it's just funny that Lana was able to like get away with just like pissing, pissing on so much of the executive culture in like a big, you know, blockbuster film, and which I'm sure turned a lot of people so, off. Wait, 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 wait. Supposedly, the, the agreement for her coming back was she gets full control and no notes, and so it's not like they could have stopped her anyway. I think oh, I guess they could have just funny. not, they could have not put the movie out, which, as we've learned, they're they're very capable of doing. Yeah, but, that's true. Um. But I think you know. I think it's. I think it's. It's. It's a nice. It's a nice meta commentary. Mm -hmm. So people took issue with that because they think they they think that that's Lana saying she didn't want to make this movie or that this this movie has no reason to exist because like it sounds so ridiculous when it comes out of um, Smith's mouth and Christina Ricci's character's mouth and how Neo is so against it. They're they're sort of just oh, saying like that this. Was that's that's Ricci. her. That's why she looks so uh -huh. familiar. Okay, sorry. Continue. Yep. It's been speculated that she had a bigger role that got cut. Um, unfortunately, the the Blu-ray and the DVD of this did not come with any deleted scenes, so we'll, I'm not sure we'll ever know. Um, but yeah, um, so that was one of the complaints. I don't want to spend too much time on the complaints about the movie because I, I just don't agree with them. One was that like Lana was saying it doesn't need to exist, and people just generally thinking it didn't need to exist anyway. Um, there were a lot of people who were also thinking that 
it doesn't it doesn't have the same cutting edge action that the original trilogy did like to to some people the matrix is cool cool action scenes and bullet time and stuff and there wasn't anything on the level of that here and and in general like like the action isn't the really the focal point of the movie it does include action i think by necessity cuz that's the genre but i don't really feel like Lana's heart was in it, and I think that that is definitely that was another big complaint from from fans. Well, I'm sure they were also turned off by it if they were looking forward to it, because the movie calls out several times, textually and subtextually, that the Matrix aren't about action and they're not about yeah. trying to get into details and they're not about right. philosophical arguments and war and all those things like the entire film and i called it earlier on i wrote it in my notes but like, oh this is going to be an entire film about how the matrix film is a love story and it's an entire yes. it's an entire love story to tell you again because you did not get it the first time that the yep. matrix trilogy is a love story between neo and trinity I'm going to tell you again because we're going to do the exact same thing in this film to make sure that you get it this time. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that turned yeah. a lot of people off because you're right. That's not what they yeah. were looking for. for. And I like that. I, I fucking love it. That's that's what I come mm -hmm. to these movies for. And so I was just wrapped with, a t with, 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 with awe. And I remember leaving the theater just being so happy, feeling like she totally nailed it. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I think, I think that was the only thing for me was that because it was so – it was almost so blunt in some parts – it made me double question and be like, okay, wait a minute. Like, is it really just this obvious or is it going to be like a red herring? And then later on, you know, some other subtext will or something like that. Like, no, that is really just that, that is the thing of it. And I, and I liked that, you know? Um, yeah, I guess, should we start at the beginning of the film? Which I just had some yeah. questions for you in it. Cause it's obviously the beginning of the film. We start in the faux matrix, which is the, the matrix with, yeah, the matrix within the, Matrix 4.0 is that what we are calling the one that the yes. uh, spoiler alert the so, analyst so, is running? Yeah, so the analyst is running the Matrix. The analyst is the new architect, which is why in a past episode when you mentioned the architect coming back, I was like, nah. um, yeah. And so the analyst, the analyst is the designer of this Matrix. Um, this Matrix is powered solely through um, Neo and Trinity being close to one another, but not being allowed to be together. Um, um, and yeah, so the, so the movie starts in, so the idea is that in the matrix, any computer program can be an environment or a simulation. I think like, if you think about the construct in both the original movies, if you think about the training dojo in the original matrix, and there's a training dojo in this movie as well, those are all computer programs mm -hmm. that you can then like jack yourself into. And so the idea is, um, Neo inside the matrix has created another computer program that he has stuck this amalgamation of both um, Smith and Morpheus into, who is played by Yahya Abdul Medin. So um, good, incredible. And then and 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 then it is um, Bugs's crew. Um, Bugs is the captain of the Nemesine. Um, Bugs's crew finds this and investigates it, and that's where and that's that's what the first like. 10 minutes of the movie are it's it's not shot for shot but it's basically exactly it's it's recreating the opening of the original matrix and for me like having just watched all three of them the night before and when it would you know when those numbers come on screen and and they zoom in and it just i was just like losing it um but it's but it's it's in the original it's trinity and cypher talking about neo and in this one it is bugs and seek talking about the modal 
And the, another layer of it is that I know that the action with Trinity at the top was Trinity in the first film, but this is faux Trinity, so it wasn't yes. you know it wasn't even trying to be like a digitally de-aged uh, carry-on monster or anything. It just was another actress. Yep. And then it had faux Neo chasing her, but was or not no not sorry faux Mor Morpheus chasing her was Morpheus chasing her in the first film or was that straight up smith no. that was it was just other agents so so it was it was smith in the first film and so the so the character is supposed to be he, the character in the fiction of the modal is smith mm -hmm. but it's a it's a mixture of smith's personality and morpheus's personality which is how he get how he he notices that he's in a computer simulation and why when bugs pulls him into the recreation of of thomas anderson's apartment he's he's not freaking out and just doing agent shit and also why his personality is slightly different because he has that yes. he has that meta commentary for lack of a better term that smith sort of represents yeah. and he had that layer yes. in there i i thought that was also a commentary just on remakes and how it but yeah. like Trying to have it, making it hip and cool for a remake, like oh, it's stodgy. So yeah. we gotta the, the lingo that he used was a bit more Gen Z, you know, than what would have existed yeah. at the time in the Matrix. So those were the things that I noticed too. Of like, okay, I think these are specifically meant to be in here for that reason. Um, yeah. So yeah, and 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 throughout throughout the movie, that character Morpheus does reference the original Morpheus a lot. Mm -hmm. He says he says at last when he walks out of the toilet stall in the in the in, in that one scene, and then they go into the construct, and he, it's very similar staging to the way the construct was in the original movies, and he's watching it on a TV, and I I really like that because. That part especially felt very much. I think. I think that part especially felt very much like people were like, "She is dissing the original movies that I love." When he's like, he's like, you know, the the truth is not real. Blah blah blah. The Ma the Matrix has you. Blah blah blah. Um, but but I I thought that was a really smart and interesting way to handle it. Like we've seen a bunch of these like legacy sequel movies that have come out in recent years, and the idea that. The Matrix is something, it's kind of like the Jurassic World model, where in Jurassic World, the events of Jurassic Park actually happened in the real world and they are referenced. It's kind of like that here, but I really like the way they talk about the original, the events of the original Matrix, um, and, 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 and build upon it in, in really, I think, smart ways. Well, and even by the fact that we're able to revisit wherever we want from the first film in a and again, a not Back to the Future 2 kind of way, but in a way where we're able yeah. to do that, like, oh, we're watching the prom scene over again kind of stuff. And just by having it be, it's because it's a computer game that he designed, and he designed it based off his memories. So he's putting his memories into memory and then letting it exist on that server. A quick question, is that where Morpheus was pulled from within that Matrix, within Matrix yes. 4.0? Okay. Yeah, so there That's is, what so there is no, there, there is no, like, Morpheus person representation in matrix 4.0 it is the cr the creation of neo inside the modal that then gets pulled into the real world and then can also be um uploaded to matrix 4.0 and because he was the memories of neo it was a good enough recreation that it was able to fill yeah i really appreciated that the the fact that it wasn't a total retread and they're like okay so how are we gonna switch it up well if we're gonna have it be mm -hmm. neo and trinity what would make a difference let's have morpheus be a program what what would that be like what what difference would that level of change make um i yeah. i thought it was uh interesting that the i did love the white rabbit montage uh with the blue pills um, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Before, oh, we, before we move mm -hmm. on to, before we get to Thomas Anderson in, in The Matrix, I have to ask, what did you think of, 
the whole rejection of the red bill red pill blue pill thing both bugs does it bugs does it twice essentially oh that what you mean neo rejecting it well 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 first she says to she says to morpheus like she pulls both pills out and she says like you have to you have to make the choice, mm-hmm. but and then she basically and then she says, but we all know there isn't a choice, or you've already made up your mind by the time you by the time you got here, you already made up your mind. Yeah. And then that's basically what Morpheus then says to Neo yeah. in the in the scene where they're recreating the first meeting between Morpheus and, and Neo in the in the uh, in the building with a lot of the chairs. And and so yeah, it's like that was also seen as like a repudiation of the notion of red pill blue pill, um, which you know given the way the given the way the red pill has 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 been co-opted in our society like some people thought of that as being a a, a blatant like sort of um i don't know virtue signal to the woke mob that that it doesn't matter it does like the pills don't matter well but that was also wasn't that part of the point of the first film too no they don't they don't really cover that too much in the first film i guess i didn't think anything of it because i just i just was like yep I, i i i got that she was doing the stuff that Morpheus was doing again, but I didn't read into that whatsoever. I just, uh, okay. I, like, even when um, I, when Neo was rejecting the pills as well, I was like, well, yeah, because he's not just going to take it right away. Um, but I, right. yeah, I wasn't, it's, I wasn't really you know, thrown by it. It felt like a meta thing. Like, I don't know, if like, when you play a video game and you're talking to a character and they offer you two choices, but you have to pick one. It's like, it's kind of like that, where it's like, no, you have to pick the blue pill. You always have to pick the blue pill. And you're always going to pick the blue pill. There is no choice. The choice is an illusion. Oh. Oh. I guess I just didn't think... I I don't know. I just I didn't really read into that whatsoever. I'm, I'm interested... It's okay. That... It's okay. It's okay. I'm a, no, I'm, I'm, fa- I'm a nerd for this movie. No, I'm Let's fascinated that... No, I'm just more fascinated by people getting that's where i think my head is stuck at that people got like really mad at that because the fact that again i i wouldn't even seen that and that people were like oh my gosh but is is he because and now we have to get this going because you just said this does need does is it because that in the first matrix that whole sequence is to try and tell people that it's an illusion and then you have to make a choice so they don't like that they're saying the fact that the choice is an illusion to begin with mm-hmm People yes. are dumb. Let's go on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then we go to we get to Thomas Anderson. He is a acclaimed video game designer, having designed the Matrix trilogy video game. He um his office is littered with real world Matrix props. Those the the statues are all Todd McFarlane statues. The award he got, which is anachronistic, because the Game Awards didn't start until much later, but it's an actual Game Awards award that that oh, Jeff wow. Keeley had made for for the for the movie. Um. And he's working on his new game, Binary. Uh huh. Um, and it, he's been he's been having basically the equivalent of writer's block for Binary when he gets called into a meeting with his boss, whose whose um, name is never given, but is then later referred to as Smith. And so presumably his his boss is Smith the whole time, but because uh, Neo's memories have been wiped essentially, and he thinks that the events of the Matrix the original Matrix movies were are, are a game that he came up with. Um, he doesn't really, he, it doesn't, it doesn't say anything to him. Yeah. And obviously he can't say the name of the character earlier on. Cause then it would just be a reveal of, Oh, we know who that is. Yes. Um, I, yes. yeah, I knew, so, I unfortunately knew that that was Smith. So I wasn't like, I mean, but the reveal is very quick toward the beginning anyway. So you don't have, yeah, a, say, it's not, yeah, it's you not don't that have long a after times to, to, for it to be like a, a rug pull. Um, but I thought it was interesting. I, 
I liked that right away he just knew who he was and he was back to an old self and it didn't have to be this like oh I'm having to relearn it's not like oh I have amnesia and what am I he just like mm-hmm. looked at the gun he's like ho 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 I know what to do with this and just the quick turn well, was yes. great and the first the first the first line he says in the movie is he's looking out the window recreating a Smith line. Um, oh, was it actually? He thinks he's quoting the video game. Yes, yes, because because they, they, and they cut back and forth between the two shots, but it's the same shot essentially of 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 Jonathan Groff and and Hugo Weaving both standing looking out at like a skyscraper window like that, and they say the line. Um, yeah, and so and so like there were hints already that that like the from the first shot that it, this is Smith. Yeah, I, yeah. So I, it was really interesting. I liked that sequence when he kept telling himself, "Oh, it's not real. It's not real," and like the office yes. is blowing up behind him and everything. And then Bugs comes in and um, is able to. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're you're, you're missing. We're skipping I'm a little ahead. Alice, you walk through the plot then, so that way I can comment on it because I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm okay. throwing my memories and what I go through. Right? So yeah, yeah. So that way we don't skip any details. Okay, so, okay. So so we get we get the we get the great montage of we get the great montage of um, the White Rabbit montage you mentioned earlier. One of the things that happens in this montage is you see them having the same conversation and saying the same thing in different, like different, different shots of them with different, like, like they're standing in a different way or they're, and they're all wearing different clothes. And this is really to, to, to sort of indicate the, the like treadmill nature, as Bug said of the treadmill nature of this version of the matrix. Basically Neo and Trinity are close to one another. You see that they, they counter each other at the coffee shop, but they can't be together. As soon as they get close together, they reset the matrix back to the beginning. That's the idea. And 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 so I think the thinking is that um I don't know they don't really talk about when the fourth matrix was created, but if you presume that it was created shortly after the third matrix, um they must have resurrected Neo and Trinity pretty fast afterwards and they've been in this loop for like 20 years just like like the time that's elapsed since the movie came out. Well, uh, in a little bit of a flash forward, Sadina talks about how her dad developed the technology that allowed yes. mm-hmm. him to be in existence. To resurrect. And yeah. so we know it is in between some time frame there. So it's not a perfect 20 years, but we, yeah, we know that it's been, or no, the 40 years that mm-hmm. it's been out in the real world. Um, yeah. Uh, or 60, whatever. I can't Wait, remember. no. 60? 60 it's, years. It's been, it's been 20 20 in, oh, 60 years in the real 60 in the real 60 world. years in the real world. Yeah, I, was, I, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, 20 years in the Matrix. Sorry, yes. Um, yes. And so, um, but 20 years in, for her in it. And so you could guess then that, yeah, I guess it'd be shortly after because then, you know, the technology, if they started developing that right away because their initial plan was, you know, they got mm-hmm. the idea because they said we got the idea from you when you came into the program the first time. And we're jumping a little bit ahead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what did what did you think of the the framing of the events of the original Matrix trilogy as a video game? I thought it was interesting to do it as a video game, as opposed to him being a director or like uh, mm-hmm. and just doing it as the film. I don't know if that was to give it one layer of distance from, you know, oh they're trying to act, make actual commentary, and so it's like they mentioned Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and I made three movies, and so maybe that's just where. That allowed that they maybe they even I, I wondered if they maybe even screen tested or did something that was originally was the movies and then decided that it worked better as a video game. But I, I I didn't think much more of it beyond that. I thought it was interesting that that's what like because he's this is the weird again. Okay, here's the weird again layer part because Neo himself is a piece of code, 
that they were able to use to resurrect a flesh form of him and by you know in a reverse sort of of way because he existed in the matrix yeah. still when it reset um it's an interesting it's essentially like they, they downloaded neo infinity into new bodies yeah and so it's interesting yes. that, but that he's a piece of code that then went to go do more coding but the coding is yes. his own memories and i partly wonder if the reason he was sitting there programming his memories for so long was that they then would be able to use that to recreate a physical version of him that would be powerful enough to like have hmm. him and another but then again maybe he already needed to be there I, for the matrix to exist yeah, like i don't I, really know i I've all, I've long assumed since this movie came out that they inserted him into the into the into this version of the Matrix, the, the resurrected Neo. They were inserted into this version of the Matrix shortly after the the Matrix trilogy video game Inside Matrix Four was released. And so then then you see like the acclaim, you see the game of the game of the the Game Awards party, where he tries to jump off the roof. And I think that's the point where the treadmill restarts. And I think that's where he where he, they keep sending him every time he gets close to to realizing that he's in the Matrix. Okay, I was going to ask that too. If it did, maybe there was just some commentary in the making of the video game that I wasn't aware of, where it's like, oh. Yeah this is a reference to their actual development process and it was infamously you know disastrous or well, whatever you know that's what i wasn't so, sure about but yeah. yeah otherwise so there were there were a number of matrix video games and the wachowskis were involved with them supposedly canonically the story of the matrix continued in the matrix online after after um revolutions that got basically got all thrown out with this movie um at the same time um, I just I, I just thought it was a really clever framing that like it gets around the fact that if the Matrix was a movie inside the Matrix, you'd have different people playing these characters and you'd have all this other stuff and like and 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 the whole idea of the residual self image where they make where where we see Keanu Reeves, but to everyone inside the Matrix, they see. Um, old guy with gray hair and a beanie on, um, who is actually um, Carrie Ann Moss's real-life husband. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, you get, the, you get the shot of that in the room where, he, where they're talking to Morpheus and, the, and they're projecting the old movie. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and the same for, the same for um, Trinity. Um, Trinity, Tiffany, everyone sees as another woman who is, who is the... Um, I she's, she's the girlfriend of someone who worked on the movie. I forget. Um, and, but... but we see we see her as Carrie Ann Moss, and, and and at one point during one of the conversations that her and Neo are having, he sees her, he sees her like like you can tell he sees her like for a second, and that's also why when she says like I went home and played your games, um, I asked my husband, did you know does doesn't she look like me? And he laughed because. Trinity, T Tiffany is a, like a blonde woman. Her RSI is a blonde woman, but we see, you know, we know it's we know it's really Carrie Ann Moss. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about that part of it. That why I laughed. I guess it was more of like I was taking it at an emotional level that he was going to laugh at mm -hmm. no matter what she saw in it because it goes mm -hmm. against her programming. But that makes even more sense why no, they literally would laugh. It's because she doesn't look like the person at all. That's a yes. video game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, yeah, and also he's an agent. Also, like, so it's revealed later that both Jude, the really annoying assistant, and um, an um, handsome Chad, who is who is played by um, Chad Staholsky, who is the stunt coordinator on the Matrix and also now the director of the John Wick films. Oh, very cool. Yes, and so the character's name in the credits is Handsome Chad, That's great. which again insult reference um oh, well i mean there's okay, a lot so, of insult references in here that we're going to be going through that's going to be a thought yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yes okay what did you so 
Um, then we get then we're introduced to to the analyst. We're introduced to Neil Patrick Harris's character. What did you think of what did you think of him? I spent too much time trying to figure out who he was, and I kind of settled on okay, so he's a conversion of the architect and the oracle in one, but without the tension between the two of them. So he's like the worst parts mm-hmm. of both half. But I didn't get why he was so aggressive until just now when you were saying the matrix runs off of the two of them being close to each other but not together and then then Mm -hmm. everything made sense and then okay so a lot of the questions that i had about that character and what was the motivation what was going on with the commentary it's just answered by the simple question of he just wanted to keep existing and it was like oh okay yes now i get it he was he was like the younger hungrier more ruthless generation after the architect think of thinking about like you know like investment bankers every mm-hmm. time the new ones come in they, they have to be like more hardcore than their predecessors and stuff it's like that I think which I thought that was gonna be the archetype that Jonathan Groff represented like mm-hmm. throughout the film and I thought the Smith reveal would be toward the end but when he just went right away I'm like oh no okay never mind that I guess that commentary came and went yeah. but you're right it shifted onto the the neil patrick harris role and yes. yeah he was able to get like real mean at the end and neil patrick harris does mean funny i can't help but laugh whenever he tries to be serious yeah. in it um but yeah i thought his parts were interesting i just remembered i just remember mostly aware of how the questions were prodding keanu to stay within the. i mean obviously on the surface level mm-hmm. that's what he's doing but it was the way the way in which he was asking them. And it was the mm-hmm. very Oracle-like open-ended questions to get him in and say, but because it's not real. The difference being, oh, it is what you make of it. It was, no, this mm-hmm. is the answer. Here's your neat little box. Your package, here you go. Yep, yep. Okay, and so then we get, so then we get um, Trinity and Neo meeting in the coffee shop for the first, well, in the movie for the first time. This has probably happened hundreds of times. Um, you see Trinity's. I think. I think the son and the and the husband, handsome Chad, and they 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 talk a little bit. Um, Jude goes up and, and introduces introduces Keanu as a as a really big deal as, as Neo as a really big deal. And then they have their kind of awkward meet cute. And then Trinity has or Tiffany has to get called away because her her um her kid needs something. Her son um, yells that, at her. That Do you want to ev- blow my mom? It was really. Oh yes, weird. I, yes. Uh huh. Well, I mean, I think I think like if if you think about it, they are trying to insert every reason for them to be to because they know that that the two of them have an instant connection and they and they have they're gonna develop feelings for one another. So, th- like the Matrix is throwing every obstacle in their way. It's really weird that it can power an entire system off of a coffee shop, like non-meeting every day. Don't 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 question don't question it don't question it. I, if you if you start questioning that part, those parts of the matrix, you're just madness lies ahead. Oh, I know. Um, okay, so then we get the scene where um, I believe then we get the scene where um, Morpheus is walks out of the bathroom stall yeah. while he is in there, and 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 then we we then now we are introduced to Morpheus ass Morpheus as compared to Smith ass Morpheus from the beginning of the movie. Um, Neo like freaks out and is like this is not real and um while he um while they are while they are leaving they're um oh sorry they were all evacuating the building for a fire alarm mm-hmm. that's that is posited as something that like 
Bugs or someone else from the crew did to force Neo into the bathroom to meet Morpheus. Um, he doesn't believe Morpheus, and then and then immediately the office gets raided by SWAT officers. And Smith sees a gun, realizes he's Smith, screams out, "Mr. Anderson!" Um, him and him and Morpheus fight a little bit. Neo is just freaking out because he's he's like, "This is not real. This is not real." He's getting and PTSD. He's, zapped... he's, flash... he's flashing back yes. and seeing Hugo Weaving's face. Yes, and so he's he zaps from that scene to the the analyst's office, where the analyst is then saying, "You are having an episode. This wasn't real. This did not happen." Um, and and that's what leads more. That's what leads Neo to be up on the roof on the roof of his building at night, where he's about to jump off because he's really he really thinks he's losing it, and that's where Bugs comes in and tells him the truth. Yeah, I, it was. What did you think of Bugs? Oh, I loved Bugs. She was great. I really appreciated her. Um, I don't. I, I'm trying to even think of like specific names for the qualities that she had. I just thought it was. She just drove the the energy of the movie so well. Yes. Like, it was really effortless how she carried what would seemingly be an impossible task, which is. Become an essentially new main character that's not a sidekick, that's not a mentor, that's not a, it's not, they don't have the authority in the position. It's mm-hmm. just a new person that's like, hey, I know you're just as confused as like kind of I am in all this, but like we're going to get through this together because, you know, I can help baby steps you on there. So yeah, I really appreciate her. Um, I want to see more of Jen in, in a lot more films because she just is a terrific actress yeah. from what I've seen. I think that if, in a world where this movie did really well, they would have had an HBO Max show that was like her and the crew of the Nemesine, her and Seek and Lexi and, and the rest of them going on adventures, kind of like they made Peacekeeper after that one uh, Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Um, I, I desperately wish that existed. I love those characters. I love how they are introduced, but they are they seem like Matrix characters. Like They seem exactly oh, like yeah. the kind of characters. Like They fit into that world, but the idea of them being younger and a new generation really really plays into it in a way that I thought was really cool. Yeah, it really seamlessly did the handing off of a generation thing because it didn't do it so heavy-handedly. Because it still focused mm-hmm. it around the center of, of Neo, and the fact that Neo is having to relearn these things, it also isn't like these legacy sequels where we have characters like a Luke Star Wars in the Star Wars prequel, or Luke Star Wars, a Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, where people expect him to have OP power levels. You know, if, if, if this came in and this opened with Neo in the Matrix as we knew him, there's nowhere for him to go because he's already a god. You know, if it just restarted and it's like, oh, hey, here's, you know, super power modes again. So the fact that it, it played into it, but also that the, quote, amnesia he had isn't just like, oh, oops, like a random event, like, preventing you from doing it. It's baked into the entire core of the existence of Of, this thing, why he can't remember what he's supposed to remember. And, in fact, that's why this whole thing exists. Why why it's, it's it's that his real memories were being reframed as a video game he made that he came up with, and so, and thus a creation of his. Um, yeah. So then, so then, um, he he's like he he follows bugs when he sees the rabbit tattoo and and she's like you got to follow me um they go through a door they end up on a train in Tokyo um where they are followed by some agents um there's a big there's a big shootout in the train this is famously where I where I went to the bathroom when I saw the movie for the first time um 
And they go um, into the bathroom and it's revealed. They talk about how they can go through, they go through mirrors and glass surfaces to, to warp in and out of the matrix. Now they don't use telephones anymore. Um, and so they, they end up in the bathroom where seek makes a portal out of a really, really tiny mirror. That's like, it's like four inches by four inches, but they like force perspective, shove themselves into it. And then we, then we get, um, then we get um, Neo walking into, walking through like a parted curtain that is playing footage from the original movies, and and there is there is more the new Morpheus sitting in a leather chair just like in the first scene, just like in the first movie, um, and they have this then and, and they discuss about, um, you are in the you are in the Matrix. This is not real. Um, that's where the whole idea of residual self-images gets introduced, where, um, Neo looks in the mirror and they show him what his RSI is, and it's the, it's Carrie Moss's husband, the, like, older-looking gentleman. Um, and then, and then, he's not sure if he wants to, if he wants to believe this or real, because, because the analyst has been in his head thinking, like, hey, hey, this is not real, none of this is real, this, you, you are just a crazy person. Um, agents bust in, there's more shootouts, um... The analyst appears in the mirror to say, "Like, wait, are you having another episode?" And he tries to get him to. He tries to pull him through the mirror into his into his into his house. Um, but then uh, Bugs and Morpheus notice, and they they shoot the mirror, and so it shatters. So um, the analyst gets cut off, and they succeed in getting Neo out of the out of the Matrix again. And so you get another scene of Keanu Reeves in a in a pile of red goo, tubes everywhere. Popping off of his body. Mm, yummy, 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 goo, goo, goo. Uh, that rust, that rust. Wait, the rust flavored stuff was the, the schlop, not the goo. Yes. Yeah, I really liked the the movie, abandoned movie theater scene with the screen torn and the projection. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure some people were kind of like, oh, again, they're tearing through the first film and saying it's old and trash. But to me, it was more of a meta commentary on how cinema was dying mm -hmm. and how people had abandoned the cinemas. Um, you know, until Nicole Kidman, <laughs> Nicole, like Neo, Nicole Kidman rose and she sacrificed yeah. herself for us because ha we come to this place for magic. Yes. Um, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. That's right. But but I thought I mean, I thought it was a bold choice. Like it's a bold choice in general to include clips from the movie like as they were cutting between the two. But then to actually put it um put it endemically into the. Um, into the movie itself, I thought was really cool and I thought was really interesting. And especially because, you know, they're not trying to hide the fact that these actors have aged or the actors are different or it's, it's, mm -hmm. it, it is showing you that like, look, this is how this thing that how you remember it, this is what it looks like. And these are how things now are. So like whatever memory you have, like you're going to have to immediately remedy that with what the reality is in front of you i thought that was an interesting way to bridge that past and present in there and you're yes. right and, and even just the fact that the flashbacks themselves were clips of it rather than like um a cgi recreation say of the first film yes. you know where it just it had computer graphics or whatever it would be that fact that they're like no because these are these are his memories they exist in yes. a cinematic way that we remember things actual images that represent mm -hmm. you know real life yeah 
and and with the with the residual self image stuff, it's possible that when the characters inside Matrix Four play the Matrix trilogy video game, they are seeing those computer generated characters and things. But again, it's it's the whole like what what is real versus what is what what people think they are seeing in the Matrix. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Uh, Neo gets rescued. Gets gets rescued. He ends up on the Nemesine. Um, there is a scene where he opens his eyes, and Bugs says to the Doctor, "What's up, Doc?" Which, <laughs> yeah, of course. Also, also, I, also, I realized later that it's a it's Bugs is in Bunny in a Warner Brothers movie. Oh, oh, boo! But yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Um, okay, so um, Neo Neo wakes up. He he gets introduced to the crew of the Nemesine. Um, there's a bunch of there's a new there's a new cast of, of friendly characters. Ha- most of them are from Sense Eight, the Sense Eight cast. Oh, really? Um, Interesting. Yeah. So th- so um, Lexi is played by um, I forget her name. She is she is um, uh, South American or Latina, and she she plays the um, the beard girlfriend on Sense Eight. Um, the guy who is the resident neologist is the cop from Chicago in Sensei. I'm glad you said that phrase. Um, and seek resident neologist because I was going to bring it up if you didn't. I loved that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Seek is also played by the the gentleman who played Van Dam in the second season of of Sensei. And so three out of that crew. There's a couple other other people who I believe are named or referred to, but those three are all from Sensei. Um, a lot of a lot of sense eight all over this movie. It was really cool that they were to bring them in, especially just given that show didn't have the extended life that it could have had. That you know, it was like yeah, you know, directors doesn't have that pool of actors that they're able to bring on for for mm-hmm. roles of it. Yes. So um, Neo freaks out because there are there are machines on the ship, and they're introduced. Um, but there they're is, cute. Um, yes. There's Sebebe, um, there's Illuminate, and I forget the third robot's name or the third um, the third machine's name. Um, and, and so this, this concept of there being like a piece between the machines and the humans is really introduced here. Um, and then Morpheus appears made out of like ball bearings and... It's the Morpheus from the it's the Morpheus from the program that we that we've that we've seen, um, and he inter- and he and this idea that like programs can take physical form by using these like floating grid of, of ball bearings. That was so cool. That was really cool. Yeah. I mean, it also made me laugh because that actor having just come from Watchmen and also getting motion capped, I I was like, oh, we know that actor can do that. So I've spent just a bunch of time on here, so we can go in there again. Um. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting and a great way, again, of not, um, and they didn't have, you know, exactly way of doing it, but it wasn't like how Agent Smith came into a human in the uh, previous mm-hmm. films. They didn't just do that yeah. again. They're like, no, let's do something different. And what what mm-hmm. do we imagine, what new technology might have developed during the time mm-hmm. that between then and now? You know, like the, they call it synthids. Is that what they prefer the, the creatures called themselves? I can't remember. The, synthetics. 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 Okay. Synthetics. And that's what they prefer to call themselves. So even that technology and the fact that they're designed with like animal shapes in mind so like the humans are able to sort of input that collective memory in there as well so again mm-hmm. they're not like oh it's a friendly one it's like a little whale or now we'll about a dolphin one comes in You're like oh fun yes 
Yeah. Okay. So uh, Neo's freaking out because his body is is his body is addicted to being in the Matrix, and so they jack him into the construct where he meets Morpheus again. Mm-hmm. Um, that is this that is the scene in the White Void where where Morpheus try, tries explaining the tries tries giving the same speech that the original Morpheus did, but he keeps going blah blah blah. This doesn't matter. And then they go to a because he's playing it on the TV, a, a so, floating... so Neo can just watch it. Yeah. Neo can just watch the old speech. He doesn't exactly, have to give yes. the same speech. Yeah. Um, and then. Again, no, seemingly, like, not just, like, not, like, groveling at the foot of the original movies. Really, like, taking the parts they need and commenting on it in interesting ways, but not just, like, shamelessly recreating. I know know the beginning of the movie is kind of a recreation, but, like, it's not done for, like, wasn't it so cool when... Like when Laura Dern steps uh, steps onto the the backseat of a jeep and looks out in Jurassic World, um, Fallen Kingdom, um, like that shit, like that that those those things always drive me crazy. Yeah, I uh, I liked that. I mean, you're talking about the re, you know everything being redone. Anything that was redone wasn't redone. It was remade, and it, it wasn't like mm-hmm. it. it the way that what I realized what you even said about the beginning, I was trying to think in my head to, to kind of do it, was the fact that it was so brazen about it being a reskin at the top made a commentary on films that tried to hide that. People thinking yes. things like The Force Awakens, which is just you know is blatantly a New Hope reskin and and it's, with new characters it's, inserted and not like, trying hard to be otherwise. Right, and and this movie is not any of the it's it, the plot is not any of the plots of the original three movies. Yeah, it has some elements um, of it, and it shows you mm-hmm. what we're taking from the first one. But again, it's so in your face about it, you can't finger wag and say, "Oh, that's from the first one." That's just you, like, yeah, we're telling you that we know that, like, we're aware, and so we're just again, everything was done with the point of commentary of either. Here's how we're thinking about this. I, I, I'm assuming I, as Lana, a filmmaker, am thinking about this 20 years later or commenting on how you all think about this 20 years later. So that relationship yeah. with The Matrix, that was both within the film, how they're relating to The Matrix, and also outside in our world, how we are relating to The Matrix. It was really interesting mm-hmm. how that that uh, balance was played. Yeah. Um, so then Morpheus zaps Neo into another training dojo. This one's like an island floating in the middle of a lake. Very beautiful. Um, and they have their, and, and, and he's essentially beating Neo up saying, you need to fight your body. You need to fight for Trinity. Um, f- first major like Kung Fu scene. Um, notably, this movie did not have the, um, the uh, Wuja um, film fight choreographer that the original Matrix movies did. Um, and so a lot of people, again, were kind of down on the, 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 the Kung Fu and the action of it. I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was, I thought it was all right. I didn't, I, I guess I don't, I guess I wasn't, I think it would be really hard for an American movie to kind of bring this like art form of martial arts to a new level to, to, to the mainstream again, like there's nothing i don't think there's anything like that where they could do that again yeah and i think they realized it too i'm sure also again just the the because this this started filming in february 2020 so this literally did not get started you know it had a false start and so 
Well, no, they, no. To... they filmed all of the outdoor scenes from the end of the movie, all of the chase scenes and all the scenes on the building and uh, at the top of the building in San Francisco. All of the exteriors in San Francisco were filmed before the pandemic. Oh, okay, so there we go. Okay, but so some of these fight scenes weren't, though. So they also were done in an era where there was really heavy, like, uh, distancing and the choreography, yeah, you know, a, a lot of the issues that people had with, say, like some of the Disney Marvel shows where they, the stunts people weren't up to tier. It's like, well, because we're in a different world where we can't do all of that right now. Like, you can do it in CGI, but we can't get all the practical stuff that you are. And I also yeah. just appreciated that because they had the reality of it, they didn't try to. Like, they weren't going to push about it. And, and again, that's not what the films are about either. Like, they, they tell you that. Like, at the beginning, they're letting you know that. So mm -hmm. I knew going into it not to be leaning on or relying on the heavy action parts of this film to be what's carrying it. Also, because I knew it's a love story. Yes. Yes. So, so Neo, Neo decides he's finally going to fight. And this is the first time you kind of see him use his one powers again. He kind of shatters the, the whole training dojo. <laughs> he, um, he blows up we, in a giant fireball. Yes. Um, and so then he, then, then he wakes up and they are headed into Io, the new city where the, where the humans and the sentients live together. Um, really cool reveal. Like, like the idea that they're hiding by like projecting, projecting rock. Yeah. Um, I thought that, I thought that I just thought the shot, the shots of Io as a city were just beautiful. Like we talked about in the Jupiter ascending episode, like it's a specific kind of sci-fi that I feel like we don't get that much of anymore. Um, I loved that. I loved that they didn't just go back to Zion. They imagined something different, yeah. and they really and they really did something interesting with it. I thought it was funny. I thought the reveal was going to be in a Zardo's way that it was like, oh, Zion is Ion is just Zion, but I O because time is evolved. <laughs> it's like the name is you. Like I didn't know what it was going to be, um, but you know, yeah. I really thought it was interesting how that one was specifically designed with the synthetics, and so it was like a, a marriage between the two of them. And how it that was the whole point of what Neo was trying to achieve. So he gets to see, you know, what what, what was the consequence of him making the sacrifice that he did, which a lot of people right. that make sacrifices don't don't ever get a chance to do. I mean, by, by virtue of it being a sacrifice, especially in the case in his case where he dies, like you're not going to see that. Yeah. And and he was he was very worried. Like like again, going back to when the the synthetics the the, the synthetics, um first showed up on the on the ship, like he was very worried that nothing that no progress had been made, that it was all for naught. Yeah, I, I found that, you know, and I guess that also just leads. You know, we can get to it with the conversation with him and Niobe. And yes. their entire, you know, deal, as it were, um, really drives home those those themes as well. Yes. So yeah. So they arrive. Um, we are introduced to Niobe, ninety year old Niobe, yeah. pl played by Jada Pickett Smith. Really um, good old age makeup. I, I mean, really I could good, tell yes. it was her, and I could tell it was makeup, sure, but yeah. like, it, especially when. Um, next to the other actress who is age appropriate was because I looked her up. I'm like, oh, yes. that is just that actress who's that age. They, they looked, mm -hmm. they looked just like they could have been related. Like I just mm -hmm. did not. Uh, it was really good makeup done on them. Yeah, and so um, Naomi takes takes him takes him around. Um, also, also she disciplines Bugs because Bugs was not following mm -hmm. orders, as is the want of of captain human captains in the, the world of the Matrix. Um, 
they they show they show that they're growing strawberries, they're growing new fruits that did that that the 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 DNA for existed inside the matrix still but did not exist in the real world and then, so they're cultivating it um and, Ni- and then Niobe takes Neo to the cave where they had the the um the sex orgy in the in the second movie oh that was that here is filled yeah here it is filled with candles and there's a statue of morpheus and they talk about how um when when after the machines, after the machine war ended at the end of Matrix Revolutions, uh, Morpheus was voted unanimously as the leader of Zion, and she says, "And he loved that." And I thought, I just thought that little like dig at Morpheus was great. Yeah, it really, and especially just given their not animosity, but the just uh, slight conflict they had during the yeah, there was uh, tension. The, yeah, the tension. There we go. That's a better word. The tension that they had during the first film. It was nice that she was. Still had a couple digs for him, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, even after he was gone, which do we? Does he just yeah. die of old age in the film? I I didn't. Yes. Ca- okay, that was the the thing I didn't cop. I it didn't sound like it was like a, a violent yes. thing or anything. It just was. Mm-hmm. You know. But that yeah. I, but but it's also they also talk about how, um, like this is where they also introduce the idea that some people thought that Neo went to the Machine City and defected to them. Because essentially, him and Trinity took Naomi's ship up to the Machine City and never came back, yeah. right? And so some people thought, oh, he defected. He's one. Of, he's working with the machines now. And so when he comes back into the city, people, some people are really distrusting of him. Um, we know the truth because we've seen it, and we know like like Bugs knows the truth because she's a true believer. But people are skeptical, and so as a result, he gets locked up in a tower. Um, the the guard locking him up is the German DJ from or the German guy from Sense Eight. Um, they they take they wheel him to the tower. There's a really long shot of them standing next to each other in the elevator, which I think is a, which I think is a reference to Mass Effect because that that was a meme from that game. But I don't think like I'm the only one who thinks that. I don't. It's probably not true. But um, so then he gets up to the tower and like immediately the guard closes the door and then morpheus is there and yep. then Emma is there and they're like yeah well we we, we yeah, we're fucking breaking out and then and, um, and then uh naomi i just love the fact that she's basically like uh yep he gets in and then just immediately got out again and i can't remember the name of the person but the companion that's with her is basically like mm-hmm. well you're glad he's gone anyways because you were already nervous with him being here she's like yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah, and so then, so then we go back into the Matrix. This time, the whole crew is there with Neo. Um, everyone gets a new, fresh outfit. Bugs gets a great blue mesh shirt. Um, Lexi, Lexi looks incredible in the thigh high boots. Um, those are the two I care about. Um, and, and yeah, and so then they, then we enter into the Matrix, and they are greeted by the Merovingian. Yeah. Oh boy. Was I excited when he came back in and was unhinged as fuck. Like, Oh my God. I was, and and the fact that he's just an online YouTube comment, like for him, like just screeching and like, you took culture away. Ah, you took everything. You woke my, we had culture. We had art. We had commerce. Oh my God. It was so funny. Yeah. And so like in that way, He's basically saying that, like, the decline of society that we have today compared to, like, 1999 is designed to make us miserable as part of the Matrix, the fourth Matrix. Yep. And and he, like, he says, at one point he says, like, Facebook and Zucker, like, Zucker suck and stuff. Um, And I just thought, I just thought, some people think that's pushing it too far. I loved it, but 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a simp for this shit. Well, and also like because the fact that the Matrix was a commentary on culture and internet culture at the time, it, it, you do have to have an update of that when you go back into the Matrix now. Like that is an inherent mm-hmm. part of what is yeah. the Matrix's ethos. Yes. So there's so then there's a there's a fight scene. This this fight scene felt really like they needed to have fight scenes because it's the matrix. I didn't think it served a lot of purpose. Um, Smith shows up as well. And so Neo and Smith fight in the bathroom. Um, it kind of ends with Neo repelling him and Smith retreating. But the idea is that it's setting up Smith as this like alternate antagonist. Who's kind of lurking around the edges, trying to get what he wants out of, out of Neo and out of the, out of the matrix as well. He wants, he wants, um, he wants to be free from this matrix as well, but he's stuck in it. Yeah. I was a little disappointed. We can just make a quick comment about Smith. I was a little disappointed. He wasn't utilized more, but at the same point, not because it gave more room for our new cast to shine. Mm -hmm. And we weren't being beheld into Smith is a big, a big baddie again. And we're doing it, mm-hmm. but no, he just fits yeah. as as a nice foil. You know, he isn't the big the yes. big antagonist. Uh, he just is the person that is. You, you don't know. I I never knew up until the point where he does turn. If if he had completely turned, I just knew as you said, his motivation was he was going to get out, and he was going to get out however he could. And we know what Smith yeah. will do when he wants to get his way. It's kind of like in Dragon Ball Z when Vegeta goes from being an enemy to being... He's not an ally at first. He's just kind of around. And then at some point later, he becomes an ally. I think that's kind of the similar trajectory that they were going with with Smith here. Yeah. Um, Okay, and so they went into the Matrix to rescue Trinity. That's what they went into the Matrix for. Um, so after the after the fight with um, the Merovingians guys and, and the Smith, they go to Trinity's bike shop and Neo walks in and he, and he talks to... He talks to her. He's like, hey, the thing that is a video game was actually real. You and I are real. We know each other. And she's, she's like, not believing him. And then the scene pauses, and it's reve- that's when the analyst reveals himself to be the new architect mm-hmm. of this Matrix. And, and part of the system that was keeping Neo in place. Um, this, this scene uses the, um, like, multiple frame rate stuff this some people thought that this was meant to be their like version of bullet time because it's kind of like a reverse bullet time um and and so him and neo go back and forth about like like let trinity be free and he's like no trinity likes it in here and you should get back in here too he's like i i refuse at one point he says um you just got to give the people what they want and he holds up an apple and he goes bullet time and the bullet goes through the apple and that is the only bullet time like shot in the movie um they don't really do it anywhere else and i just i just thought like that is like two levels of commentary well and it was really funny how he was like it's not even the fact that he was appropriating bullet time it was the fact that he said that was the key for me to unlock what i needed to do was the secret was bullet time that was and it was a meta way of being like that's what made the matrix work was that scene we just got to recreate that magic right there and i was able to control Mm -hmm. everyone manipulate the whole thing how i wanted to do you know that's when i also realized the architect was clearly a stand-in too for the executives that they were working with while making this film and and that type of commentary and comments and things they were getting from it because it just was like very on the face of it where it came from it was interesting 
Yeah. So they um they get run out. Um Neo and um Neo and, and the crew, the Nemesine get basically go back to Io where they're kind of sulking around and um they are they're getting reprimanded again by Niobe when out come out from the sky comes Kujaku, Niobe's friend who is a giant metal bird. It was great. Oh, it was I loved him pumping down and that's the one that I thought looked like a dolphin, but maybe you're right. Maybe what did have a sort of a no, 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 no. Kujak, um, um, Sabebe was the dolphin. Um, oh, oh, got Kujaku it. Okay. was definitely a Sorry, bird. okay, yeah, I guess I'm yeah. thinking of a different one now. Yeah. Well, I, guess, what, I just, I just really like... Okay, well, hold on. I, I just really like that she's like, this machine, this like machine's coming in, and she's like, oh, it's a friend. And then her next line is just, hello, friend. And the way she says it, something about it, I like say that to myself all the time now. It is, well, it's interesting um, hello, just friend. to see the humans, how we've seen every other film, them be like scared shitless by it. Just to have, yeah, yeah. such a, uh, not a cute, that's what I'm saying. They're cute. It was a really nice moment between the two of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so then they, and they're like, and, and so Kajaku's talking to Naomi and she's like, him? Really? Uh, to Neo. And this is where they go into, they go back, back into a computer program. This is not the Matrix. This is where they go back in the computer program and we're introduced to Sati, the, the adult version of Sati. Um, where they're, they're, where the concept of Sati um, still being around was introduced. And that is the moment I cried. When it was revealed who she was. Yeah? I Yes. I was like, oh my god. And then just her her whole story in it like uh, that brought me back into the film because i was starting to wane a little bit there but yeah, yeah that was the moment where it really got me back in and i was like oh oh okay here we go what i, I love that whole scene about it and like and we mentioned earlier how the whole reason that this existed is that when her father a program that took her and her mom out of the matrix because the daughter shouldn't existed and was going to be well, sorry, wiped. sorry. It was only the daughter who was getting out of the matrix. Oh, that's right. The daughter was, so, yes. The daughter was going to get out of it. And when they found out her parents were purged. And so she had emotion and had, um, I can't remember what she said, a grief. She talked about grief. Yes. And uh -huh. these, so the fact that the program had emotions, it then made a course of action and decided that it was going to, it was going to do everything that it could. It hurt, she could, really. Um, I don't know if it's the programs of genderized, but she um, uh, yeah. was going to when... I'm talking, it's hard to when get the, When the moment came... The moment when came. When the moment came, she was going to strike back and get revenge at for, for, from the machines who took her parents away. Yeah, she was going to bide her time for the, for, the, for the real flesh Keanu to develop and wait for the time when... He, the personality aligned that he could come out and do it all. Yeah, it was the patience of letting her own program run its course. Yes, and 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 also I think it was like making sure that like making sure that Bugs is going to um, Bugs is going to go in and rescue Neo. Bugs has a mission for it. So at this point, then it's revealed that um, the analyst is going to shut down the Matrix and kill all the humans if Neo doesn't come back. And Neo says we have to rescue Trinity, so they come up with this like heist again? plot to rescue Trinity. Again, is humans or Trinity again? Yes, um, I liked I liked the way that they did it. Where in describing how they were gonna do it, they just they just did they just had the scenes play out, so you didn't have to see the thing twice. Um, I think that's a trope, but I I thought that was really well done. So basically, can I, um, I need to interject real quick because you've just said something here, which I, I'll say something I forgot. Yeah. I forgot there were still humans in this matrix. 
Yes. That I I I mean I because we don't see any of the other ones in the real world, I did just forget it wasn't only Trinity and Neo in this matrix that was existing, so the matrix itself could exist. That this is indeed still right. the humans in there. Sorry, go ahead and continue. That's the only thing I had to to jump yeah, in there and say that that's that's why in the in the in the climactic scene later when they're jumping out of out of out of buildings it's like so horrific is that the the the, the human the 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 machines are just taking over these humans and throwing themselves into the ground okay so those are human okay that's the other part that i didn't get i'm gonna be honest i laughed at it so i'm like what are these bots doing like why are these bots yeah. just, like okay the bots are gonna sacrifice themselves and now i get why they were horrified because it was taking over humans and just yes basically mind wiping them and it was Smith that was doing. Well, not no, no, no. Basically, killing them. Well, well, yes, by yes, by by mind wiping them, and then their brains die in real life because their existence is gone. Yes, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah. Um, so they so Morpheus in his ball bearing form sneaks back into the. Um, I forget the name of it. There's a really they have a really cool name for the building. The where actuator is maybe that's what it's called. No, it's something. No, it was something else. Know. It's with an A. Yeah. Um. And then while he's there, um, he well, sorry, he sneaks in, and then also um, Bugs and Kujaku sneak in, and they transfer. They're going to transfer um, Trinity's consciousness into Bugs, so that they can disconnect her physical body from the Matrix, and then retransfer her back into from bugs back into Trinity's body on the ship. That's that's the plot. It took me like four watches to actually understand what the fuck was going on there. It was kind of confusing. They they introduce a lot of shit really quickly. Um it feels like it feels like they're running out of time. They just got like they're 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 filling out the happy birthday sign and they ran out of room. Yeah, I weirdly that's one of the parts that I did get. But I did feel huh. at that point it's starting to yeah. feel like we were getting toward the end, but also at that point too, I did feel like it was start. It 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 didn't drag because I liked what was going on, but I was aware of how long the film had been going. It was that duality mm -hmm. of being like, okay, we're we're toward the end, and and on yes. others, yeah. Oh, before while well, before the heist explanation and the heist happens, very important. After um after Sati and Kujaku show up, um, Naomi's like. No, absolutely not. No one's doing this. And um, and or she says, "I'm I'm making I'm making bugs go. Bugs bugs volunteers." And she goes, "No, I'm making you go." And then she says, "Does any will anyone else volunteer?" And every captain steps forward. And that is a like a, a recreation of the shot from Matrix Res uh, Revolutions, where she um they were like who will help neo and trinity get to the machine city and only three captains step forward this time all of the captains step forward it's like the exact same shot it's just like i i didn't notice that the first time i watched it but like like the the parallel there is just beautiful i just fucking love this movie um and so and so, yeah um the only way that this will work though their plan will work is if is if trinity is willing to go along with them and so then we get the scene where um, Neo is in the coffee shop. It's at night. Trinity pulls up on her Ducati, um, gets out, walks inside, and sits down and talks to him. And he says, like, no, this is... It wasn't a game. This is real. And she says, I love my kids. I just fucking love my kids too much. Um, and then... So then she's getting, she's leaving. Um, Ch handsome Chad and, and the kid shows up. They gotta go. They gotta go help because the daughter like broke her arm, and they gotta go right now. They gotta go right now. And this is where 
um, the machines push too far and just be really annoying. Like Tiff, Tiff, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta come. And and that's when she realizes that she's Trinity and wakes up. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, I. That's the moment too where I was like, if this film wasn't a film where I know it's about like two people who aren't the people that would be on here, I would be like, oh, I'm really annoyed by this person's actions for just like leaving her husband and kids for this dude that we don't know any connection between them in the context of it. Now, again, we know that it's Neo and Trinity yeah. were why we're doing it, but it just made me laugh for him. It's like, yeah, I'm like in the Matrix world, I'm like, oh, it's the horrific choice that, this, that Trinity's but, making. But, it just but, made me laugh so but, hard. But but the husband and the kids are all agents. They're not real people. Yeah, I know. That's so, what I'm saying. So, if this wasn't yeah. the story. No, it just made me laugh outside right. the context of it where I'm like, oh, yeah, I know it's not. But it, it really, like, if it was, this would just be, See, this be is, such a different film. This is your this is your anti-romantic comedy bias showing once again. It's not an anti, I'm just anti-romance. I'm not a romantic person. So I just, I, I yeah, I just... I don't know. I it's 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 love, Missy. It's love between them. Yeah, it's but more like, important than family. Uh, no, uh, whatever. Yeah, it just was like, I I I liked it from there. Oh, well, I I just liked from that turn, and of course, because initially she isn't gonna go with him, and then they start to pull right. away. So they all think everything is lost, and then yep, it's all is lost, and then it's Trinity flipping and more or less becoming the one in that moment, although we don't really realize, like, we know she's getting her powers then, but we don't fully realize what those powers are until a little bit later. So I just loved, yes. I just loved her being able to get into kick-ass mode, not because again it was kick-ass, mm -hmm. but it was more of, that's Trinity. Like, Trinity is back. Yes. That's what I was excited about. So I think I think technically she really gets her powers when, um, her body and Bugs' body, her her body and Bugs are flown back to the Machine City, or sorry, flown back to the Nemesine, and then and then she gets jacked back into her own body, and Bugs gets her Bugs wakes up in the real world. Um, that's really when that's like that's the part where she like screams, and there's like three versions of her on screen. I think that's when she really does become the one. I think that's I think I was getting all of those moments mixed in my head at once, and mm -hmm. that's th yes. you're right. When it was after that moment, and she like merged, mm -hmm. but I liked the the her that whole way they visually described her transferring between consciousness and staying in there for just a mm -hmm. little bit, and and that's the fact that yeah, that is the catalyst. Like these people have lives again because you have to have new life in or to breathe into it. Like I felt like that was mm -hmm. also not in the moment, but as I'm thinking about it, that is sort of the messaging in there of this. If we didn't. Without this person, it wouldn't matter what these two people are doing because we don't have an observer yes. here to mm -hmm. to do it to to interact with it to to have it be bounced off of. Like we have right. new audiences with a new perspective, and even if it's mostly the same thing with a little bit of differences, that can become a completely new story and a completely new message that that really mm -hmm. enhances what was originally told to begin with, and doesn't I'm afraid doesn't contradict with it as as I guess some people think. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Anyway, they're they're in the coffee shop. They're now surrounded. They're like like um, the Nemesis crew is mostly there minus Bugs, and they're getting surrounded. And then Smith walks out and reveals himself to be quasi allies with Neo, and he he shoots the analyst. 
um, which then throws the whole scene into chaos. That allows Trinity and Neo to, to get away on her Ducati, and they go they go and they're getting chased through the streets of San Francisco. That's where you get the, the, the motorcycle scene. Yeah. I thought this chase was great. A lot of people, again, a lot of criticism about it. Um, this is also where... Um, Earlier in the movie, when the when the analyst was talking in the in the in the reverse bullet time, he they introduced this idea of horde mode, which is the analyst taking over a bunch of humans at once. And so oh. then we see that where the analyst is waking humans up and having them throw themselves all out of the skyscraper windows to try to land on on Neo and Trinity as they're riding their motorcycle or, or just create get in their way. I thought that was Smith doing that. I didn't realize that was the analyst. Uh-uh. Okay. No, that's the analyst. That makes more sense. Yeah, and so as so they're getting chased. Um, the rest of the Nemesis crew are fighting. They get surrounded at one point, and um, they're gonna they're gonna get killed. And and Bugs is just watching this with Seek outside in the Nemesis. She's like, "Put me back in, Coach. Put me back in. Get me um, in. Get me in. Tag me in." Yeah. Um, Neo and Trinity get get um, get run up get uh, run up to the roof of a building. Um, a heli- there's two helicopters approaching them. Um, the, um, one helicopter fires a missile, and Neo is able to, like, the one swerve it away into the other helicopter. <laughs> all, all of his um, powers from the end were just hand powers. He just put his hand out, was blocking stuff, or going boom, yeah. boom, just force pushing. Yes. Um, also, also, at one point, while, the, while they're trying to escape, he tries to fly, and he can't fly. Yes, um, that is true. In a very funny moment. Yes. Um... Okay, and so and then and then the the helicopter explodes and it crashes into the building and this is also another callback to the first Matrix um, that had a very similar scene where the helicopter kind of crashes into a building and it kind of does that like rippling glass effect. Um, everyone's closing in on them. Um, oh, um, um, Bugs makes it in time to save Lexi and is revealed that they are like in a couple, which my gay heart was just through the moon. Wait, what? Um, oh, I missed that. Oh yeah, no. Bugs Bugs and Lexi are canonically together in this movie. Nice. No, I I, I don't know why I didn't catch that. Yeah. In my head canon they're a thruple with Seek, but <laughs> will never be revealed, unfortunately. Okay. Also just knowing the knowing the knowing Lana Wachowski. Yeah, um, Sensei, yeah. That's that's not unreasonable. Yeah. Um but yeah, and also the like Bugs, Seek and 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 Lexi show, like the spin-off show that they those three could have had. I'm so sad about. Um now, is this theoretical or was this actually in they were in talks no. that this could have happened? Okay, okay. No, no, no. It's, it, this is this is me extrapolating out from like what Warner Brothers did with other movies yeah, and shows yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um and it, it did it did feel like you cast all these these people, especially Jessica Henwick, like you cast Jessica Henwick, they set her up, they give her stuff to do. Not a lot, but they do give her stuff to do and they do like like they do set her up as like them, them as like the next gen, like like you know the Matrix next generation, mm-hmm. or um the Ma- the Matrix college years or whatever. Well, and if the script is to be believed that Warner Brothers came to Lana and wanted more than possibly just one Matrix property after mm-hmm. this, so who knows what they were planning yeah. for when they were developing mm-hmm. the entire thing? Yeah. Um. Okay. So then, uh, everyone's closing in on Neo and Trinity on the rooftop. They are. Um, they're getting surrounded. The sun is coming up, and Trinity realizes that she wrote, she does remember that she's Trinity. Like actually, like before, it was kind of just a, a notion. Now she's fully in it. She says, "I remember this. I remember us." And they kiss, and I cry, and I cry. Um, and then the the guards are breaking down the door, and so they don't know what to do. So they jump off the building. Mm-hmm. Again. 
going back to the first movie, the yeah. idea that you have to jump like a leap of faith yourself, um, but neither of them know how to to do it anymore because it's because they've both been in the matrix for too long. And at one point they start hovering and Neo says, I'm not doing this. Are you doing this? And Trinity says, yes. Well, cause, cause he's not hovering. She's hovering and he's just like, falling. yes, she's holding him up. He's holding him up. And yes. so he's just like dangling there, like on the end of the wire being like, uh, well, what's, what are we doing now? Yeah. I yeah. really liked that Apparently. again as a, uh, a, a reversal of, Yes, and not that it has to be explicit. This, but you know, girl power. I did like this. We didn't have to be the man in the situation. Was the one that mm-hmm. in the end had the powers. In the end, like the powers can I mean, come from. He had the one. powers. He he got three movies. She got one. Yeah, no, and but she no, wasn't even yeah. in most of the movie. She wasn't even in most of the fucking movie. I'm a, I'm a little salty about that. Um, they apparently they filmed the jump off the building 14 times. They show a lot of different angles for it in the movie. I I, I love it. I think it's such a beautiful thing. I was also just like that scene especially. Wait, are you saying that they jumped got... off a building in real life 14 times? Yes. Wow. They did the, those two of them did that stunt. They were on wires, but they did that stunt 14 times. That's incredible. Well, I assumed they I assumed it wasn't more than just a free fall, but that's really interesting. Right, I, but, but like, like but like it could have been like it could have been like CG, CG or they could have been blue yeah. screen or something, but but no, no, it's they jumped off a fucking skyscraper at sunrise in San Francisco 14 times. That's incredible. Yeah. Um I the, the, this scene especially really made me just wish that we got a lineage of like romantic comedies with Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves. I want them to be the, like, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks of our generation. They messed up when they made The Lake House. If it The Lake House had been Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss, we'd be Carrie having... Carrie Ann Moss. La- we'd be on The Lake House 47 by now. Yes. Like, oh my god. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the chemistry those two have is insane. It is so good. Yeah, I... I really enjoyed... All of whenever those two were together, the movie just came alive, you know. And not mm-hmm. that not that the other parts were like you know off or anything like that. It just was really so. Yeah. I, you just like them together. You like Neo and Trinity yeah. being together. Yes, exactly. They played. They you, played us for fools. They they played it against us. It's electric. It jumps off the screen. It powers the fucking fourth matrix. One hundred percent. Um. So 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 Trinity realized that now she can fly, and so she goes by, and then they fly off. Um, everyone gets out. Everyone lives. Everyone lives, Rose. Um, then we get to the final scene, which is um, wait, I'm forgetting something. Oh, during the during the confrontation before they they get chased through the streets, Neo and Smith kind of have a moment where there where Smith is like. I feel like you and I need each other and I can't kill you. So I'll be seeing you around. And he just kind of walks off. Um, like, like this, like part of the theme of this movie is also like sort of, it's the duality of Neo and Trinity, but it's also the duality of Neo and Smith. So long partner. This town ain't big enough for uh, the two of us. Yes. So every, everyone gets out. Um, they, they show, um, uh, Trinity wakes up in the, in the ship, in the real world. She gives Neo a hug. Um, everyone's really happy. I'm happy. I'm crying. Um, then we cut back to inside the matrix. Mm -hmm. The analyst is sitting in his house when all of a sudden, like through, like through the wall come Neo and Trinity, Trinity now like fully matrixed up in her, in her black leather trench coat and her sunglasses. Um, they, um, they, they talk to the analyst. The analyst is like, 
what the fuck, man? Um, one of the things I liked is that um, earlier in the movie, uh, Trinity says when her husband laughed at when Chad laughed at her for being for for thinking that it was her in the Matrix, she wanted to kick him so hard his jaw would come off, and oh, Trinity kicked yeah, the he, analyst yeah. so hard his jaw would come off. I didn't make the, I didn't notice that that was uh-huh. a parallel. There's That's layers. so great. There's layers. It's a good movie. Oh, I was laughing when the, I mean, I was laughing because his jaw knocked off. Like that was real funny. Yes. And, and and then like, and then and then he's like he's like you used to heal like a good bitch, and then she hits him again. Um, yeah, that's when I realized, oh, you, for sure, this is who this character is personifying. Like, no question in my mind, what archetype this person is. Yeah, and then and then then there's just there's just some banter where they were like, he was like he was like, yeah, sure, you can free all the people, I don't care. And they're like, no, we're not gonna free the people. We are gonna remake the Matrix. This is this is how you know that there are still humans in the Matrix. They are gonna remake the Matrix in service of the humans who are still in it because not everyone wants to leave the Matrix. Like people are allowed, people are allowed to have the have the option. Like they don't want to force everyone out in the real world to eat slop. They're not gonna make enough strawberries for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I love I just love that scene where it's like it's like Trinity and Keanu back and forth line for line. It's like a minute of of dialogue uninterrupted. Um, it's like it's like um, you know um. It's so easy to like. It's so easy to forget that you're. It's so easy to forget that you're a real person. Yeah, he does that, doesn't he? And they just go back and forth, and they're like that. That made me like wish that they were together for more of the movie. That one like little bit of it. It's like, oh, I miss the two of them together so much. Um, but then, um, Analyst is like, okay, yeah, whatever, and they they fly off into the sky. Um, very much aping the original movie, except now it is Neo and Trinity both flying. And then a cover of the Rage Against the Machine song, Wake Up, which is the end credit theme from the first movie, plays again, but it is covered by a woman this time. Oh, I didn't realize that was the same song. Yeah. It was, yeah, I, I really liked the moment after the initial skyscraper jump when she says bye and, and then swoops up. I think the last, the last few scenes, I honestly, I was waiting for it to wrap up, you know, I, and I think it was mm-hmm. just sort of like, you know, to get there. And I kind of forgot that they even had something to deal with the architect. So when they went back to the Matrix, I'm like, wait, what? What are we back in here for again? What are we doing? We just got them out of here. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess we do have to, we didn't so, like, tie this up with a bow. Whatever. But then again, to yeah. to clarify and to have that bookend of them flying off together and also to, to give an idea of what the future of the Matrix is going to be about. And it's going to be for the people now. And, and Lana needs to say that this is my statement that the Matrix is whatever you want it to be now. If you want it to be action and you like the explosion of it, that's what for you. If you want it to be about the philosophy. Trans allegory the, or, yes, or crypto fascist politics. or Guess what? It is all of these things because we're all humans and we're all going to have our interpretations yes. of it. So that uh-huh. that maybe that tied it in for me together in the end of it. But, but I just – I think this could have been – a little bit closer to two hours, but I also can't go back in my yeah. head and think what I would cut. Like, and then I don't want it. You know I mean, what I mean? I, it just was more I, of, I mean, of that yeah. pacing for the film, and I could just tell when my body was getting yeah. a little bit like, okay, I'm, I've been watching a film for two hours. You know, yeah. as, <laughs> as much as as much as I like as much as I like it, I think the Merovingian and Smith section in the middle could could be trimmed down. The, part of it exists to give Smith motivation, but. I, I, don't, I, don't, I feel like they could do it in a different way or in a much more condensed yeah. way. I just don't think they need to have a fight there at all. Um, that That's the one where I think, like, a lot of people, like, you, you said it, like, a lot of people are kind of, like, looking at their watches because it is a long movie. And then and then they bring it, and they bring it back in with, like, the, the, the bullet time stuff. But, yeah. Um, 
but it was. I have, it, I have it, so it, many. It, I have so many other thoughts to say, but it, it, yeah. it was packed with enough ideas too, as well for me that I, even in the moments where maybe the action had a slight lull, I was still thinking about the movie. I wasn't thinking about other things. Yeah, it was more of me being like, okay, now I have more questions and I want to think about those questions, but I'm still getting a bit more information from the film, so I have to. Okay, I have to pay attention yes. and make sure that I'm not. Missing stuff like she said that her, you know, she wanted to knock her husband's jaw off earlier in the film. I, I didn't catch that till like, my fourth watch, so it's okay. Again, I've watched this movie too many times. I just recapped the whole movie from memory, having not seen... I did not watch it today or yesterday. I was like impressed. I usually That's do. part of why I got out of the way, because I just was enjoying getting to re-see it all in my head movie. again uh, from on there. Um... Also, also, as I as I said in our last episode, the ending of Jupiter Ascending is the exact same as the ending of Matrix Resurrections. Yes, the man it is. and the woman fly off into the sky together. Very true. It is very true. Except one of them doesn't have rocket power roller skates. This is true. No, they both they're both the one. And then, um, fun fact: the, shortly before the movie came out, there was a video of the singer of um, Brass Against, which is the band that is covering Rage Against the Machine. Peeing on stage. There was a video of her peeing on stage. Oh, that's that came her. Out. Yeah. Oh, I heard about that. She's the peeing on stage lady. Peeing yeah. on stage lady. Well, she peed against the machine. Yep. Um. Other other thought other thoughts I have. Um. I really think the character of Lexi was supposed to be a trans woman because there's a scene right before they go back into the Matrix to rescue Trinity the first time. There's a scene where Lexi comes to, um. Lexi comes to Neo's cabin and she's like, Trinity inspired so many women. And my gut is that it was that character was supposed to be played by Jamie Clayton from Sense8, who is trans. But she was but she was filming um, Hellraiser, the new Hellraiser at the time, at the same time. And so she couldn't appear in the movie. Like there were a bunch of articles saying like, oh, um, Jamie Clayton didn't get to appear in the Matrix because she was filming Hellraiser. I think it was the Lexi character. Like, I think it works either way. I think the character's great as it is. But I feel like if you look at it through that lens, a lot of the stuff that she does in that movie makes a lot more sense Mm -hmm. if it's it's a trans character. And also, and especially knowing it wasn't just like, oh, Trinity motivated me. It's like, no, Trinity allowed me to be. Me to be the person I am, yes. yes. that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, we mentioned the, the resident neologist. They, it doesn't really get commented on much. He's just like, I have so many questions for you. Part of that's kind of like, I think that was like kind of like a dig at like fanboys who are obsessed with Matrix lore, that's, the David Sims of the world. That's exactly um, what I got into. It's like, oh yeah, so someone who is so obsessed that they know everything about Neo. And it's like, oh, okay, yep, I, I know who this is. Annoying. Don't want to. Don't want to talk to him. Also, also, I think I thought it was. I thought it was a nice throwback to in in um, uh, Reloaded, where the first time they get to Zion, like everyone is like worshiping Neo, like he's Jesus, mm-hmm. and he's really uncomfortable with it. And I thought that was like a nice callback to that, where it's like Neo has never been comfortable being the one. Yeah, and he's never, he's he doesn't think of himself as someone to be like his words to be scrutinized and and memorized mm-hmm. and analyzed. He's just a dude. Yep. Um, what else? This movie did not do well at the box office because one, there was the Delta, the Delta variant. Two, it opened the week after uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home, and three, it was available on HBO Max the same day that the movie came out in theaters. Which is how everyone else I know who watched it, so watched it. They watched it on HBO Max at some point. Um, uh, Roadhouse Pictures, who are the the production company for the movie, is suing. Warner Brothers Discovery, um, because they put it on HBO Max and kind of killed their box office. Ah, uh, um, interesting. 
And, but also between this and the fan reception to the, like, it not doing well, and then the fan reception to the movie being mixed, we're likely not going to get another Matrix again for some time. And you know what? I don't think we need to, because, although I'm sure a lot of people would have said this about, you know, this this film and... The original, and yeah. Here. But I, 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 in the sense of, with the meta commentary that is already in there about n- how... They were able to make something out, uh, and I'm, I'm saying they, I mean the whole production team, I'm not trying to say Lana as they. Um, yes. They were able to make something out of a situation where their hand was forced and still were able to make out of it what I feel like is the film they wanted to make. Because as you said, they had, oh, they yeah, had no. Final Cut. This didn't feel like it was right for studio notes. This didn't feel like it was no. pandering at all. It, that's why I like it's, it. It still it's felt weird. like a Matrix film. Yeah. It's weird and gay, and and it and it meanders in some places. I okay, so so I don't know how much you know about this. Um, they talk about it on Blight Check a lot, but like um, a lot of every every year, Warner Brothers would ask the Wachowski sisters, "Can we get another Matrix? You up for you up for it? Can we get another Matrix?" Um, and she and every year they said no. Um. And then after Lana and Lily's parents died, they both died within a short period of time. Lana was feel was dealing with really bad grief, and she missed her parents very much. And it made her think about Neo and Trinity and how she wanted to have those characters in her life again. And so that's Matrix Resurrections. Um, that is why she started working on the on the um, on the, on the concept for the movie, and then she wrote the screenplay, and they and they made it in like two years. Okay. Um, and so, and so through that lens, it's kind of like this is Lana Wachowski playing dolls with the Matrix characters, and I think that's why I love this movie so much. It's like it's like very, very only beholden to the stuff it cares about. Maybe the, it's not entirely like one hundred percent bulletproof logical. Um, maybe there's some parts that 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 that, that you could skip through, but like it is, it very much feels like Lana Wachowski trying to bring these characters back into her life in a way to comfort her. And I, 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 I really feel like that comes through in the plot and the, and the, the characters in the movie. Yeah. And as well as like, you know, just the overall feeling of, of commenting where we are and how we think of films and relate to them and why films exist and a reminder of that. And it really felt like a filmmaker saying, you know, I love a letter to films again. And and by saying, hey, I've been rethinking about our, you know, the big first film that we did that you all know us for and what that means to me. And you know what? I do love parts about it. Yeah, we've grown from it and, and it has turned into something that we did not intend it to be. Yes, an incel movement. But, well, yeah. But, well, okay, I, I didn't mean that, but yes, that's true. <laughs> but on a more generalized level, that people still love it and that mm-hmm. they can love it in ways that you don't intend. And I really just felt like this had, it's, it was, I, I didn't feel any cynicism. I'm really confused where people, people are reading their, I mean, again, we know it's just projection. They're reading their own cynicism into it and their own takes on it. But the film doesn't yeah. say that. The film isn't commenting on it. If the film comments on anything, it's a comment on corporatism and that yes. aspect of it. But that isn't the theme of the whole film at all. That's just right. an yeah. aspect of it. 
Yeah. And it also, it just annoys me because one of the arguments I see a lot is that is that all these things are signs that Lana didn't want to make the movie and she was being forced to. But when she explicitly talks about how it was like a comfort for her grief in, in the, after the loss of her parents, like, how more, I like, you wouldn't say that just because you're getting forced to make a Matrix movie. Yeah, it, it, it's, <laughs> you know what kids love these days, what really sells? Grief films. Oh yeah. my um, God, that's the hottest thing at the box office when you say a film is dedicated because you're having memories of your dead parents. Like, oh, kids flock to the cinemas for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish this movie had gotten had done better. I really love it. Like I said, I've, I I really wish we got the the Nemesine um the Nemesine crew TV show or spinoff or sequel movie. We're not going to get any of that. Jessica Henwick deleted a lot of the pictures that she did for of Matrix Press off her Instagram, oh. which made me sad. Mm. Um, because you know you do that when the project doesn't do well. Yeah. Um, but that made me sad. Um, we didn't get any action figures or toys or anything. Um, literally nothing. The only thing that got released was a watch that basically is more referencing the first movie than anything. Um, I think there was like a, I think there was a Neo Funko Pop, and like fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> I just want to I want a Todd McFarlane Bugs action figure. Is that too much to ask? No, no, it's not. It really isn't. Um, so yeah, that's 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 Matrix Resurrections. I I I really really love it, and I'm I'm glad you liked it. I'm I'm really glad as well because I'm glad I got to have this entire holistic Matrix experience with someone who is like just so passionate about it because it's gotten me more excited about it as well where if i had just watched these films by myself i don't know if it would have had near the amount of impact like, i'm sure i probably would have, like still liked uh sure uh revolutions for the reasons that i did like for it but it would just yeah. be like something inside of me it wouldn't be something that i get to like just share with everyone so yeah this this has oh, been oh, a really oh. good experience i'm also gonna say because you, you you can relate now the estrogen helps yeah, that's true. I, that certainly, I'm sure, has has helped a lot. Yeah, so that's our episode on Matrix Resurrections. We need to figure out what we're going to watch next. Yeah, we have to. we got to go to the list. Um... Um, I, I, was, I was thinking, um, since Lori picked for us, picked Jupiter Sending mm-hmm. for us, and I'd already seen it, and then we did this movie, which I'd already seen, mm-hmm. I think you should pick one for me next. Perfect. I was going to suggest if you wanted me to do that. Um, and one that you haven't seen... Uh, 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 uh. This is the point where we are going to be picking for it, but, you know, I I think we, again, have to step outside of ourselves for a little bit. And I'm hearing a little voice in my head, and what's that? Oh, wait, no, that's not a little voice in my head. That's my husband. And my husband has challenged us to a not a hate watch. Uh, He wants us to watch Bluey. Your husband loves Bluey. This is something you and I have talked about in the past. We've talked about this, and I have not actually sat down and watched it with him. Yeah. So I'm going to be brought into the world of what he's discovered as well, and I'm going to be ready to discover this this fun foursome of a dog family and their little adorable hijinks. Yeah. I've also not watched Bluey, but that's because I'm an adult and I'm trying to beat the groomer allegations, so... 
That's fair. That's absolutely fair. I have nieces and nephews, so I can like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Adults are allowed to watch kids' show. I'm just, I'm just making a bad joke. Um, Uh, My husband loves the wonderful world of gumball, so he'd be disappointed if he wasn't allowed to. That's fair. That's fair. Um, So yeah, we're gonna watch Bluey. I'm, I'm really excited. I I feel like I hear about it a lot from parents on podcasts, but I've never actually like. I don't like the fact that it's dogs is is new to me, honestly. Every one of my siblings loves it. Their kids love it. Every one of my friends that have kids love it. They love it. It's a show that adults and kids can enjoy, which is rare. And so let's us two childless adults go ahead and watch the kids show too. Let's get it on on it. Yeah. And as we always say to end the show, Bugs is in Bunny and also Tech That Listens. Wait, what does Trandy say at the end of it again? Bye. <laughs> Oh, well, that's, that's, see, I was going to quote that, but then that's just a quote. But now we can leave this in where I ask about it. And then I get oh, the no, 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 here we go, here we so. go, here we go. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Um, as we always say to end the show, are you doing this? No. Or, wait, what? <laughs> I don't remember the quote. I say, Neo, Neo, Neo says, are you doing, um, Neo says, are you doing this? And I think she says, like, yeah. And, yeah. And then, and then she says, bye, because she flies off. Okay, sorry, God. As we always say to end the show, are you doing this? Yeah. Bye.